Edler's distended oval belly bumped into the edge of Huldah's desk, rippling the cold coffee in his mug and sending a pencil rolling away to finish up against his keyboard. It wasn't the first time she had collided with the office furniture, but then she didn't seem to have adapted to the temporary change in her body shape. Nothing at naval height was safe. The edges of desks, doorposts, printers, shelves, chairbacks, they had all got in the way of her bump. But Holdar and his colleagues in CID all tactfully turned a blind eye, though they couldn't help noticing the protruding belly that appeared in advance of Edler whenever she rounded a corner. Apart from this, she had nothing in common with the other pregnant women Holdar had known. His five sisters' baby bumps had formed a wide bulge all the way round, as if they were stuck through the middle of an exercise ball. Whereas Edla looked as if she shoved a ball down the front of her jumper every morning that was gradually expanding, first to the size of a handball, then a football, and now an inflated beach ball. Seen from behind, she was exactly the same as before. In fact, if you ignored her bump, she still had the physique of a lean marathon runner, or would do if you put a bag over her head. Because her face gave her away. It was adorned with puffy, dark shadows, which made her eyes look as if they were resting in twin hammocks. Her skin was blotchy, too, and her short hair clung dry and lifeless to her head. Some women bloomed during pregnancy. Others didn't. Holdar hadn't a clue how far along Edla was, but assumed she must be about to drop any day now. On the few occasions he had tried asking her, the answers had been vague. He had stopped altogether after she bit his head off, accusing him of being impatient to warm her seat. The truth was he had absolutely zero interest in the position of departmental manager that he had once held himself, and she of all people should know that. He had no idea who the father was either. He had asked twice and got the same answer both times. No one you know. Her manner had discouraged any further discussion. For all he knew, Edler could be living with someone. But if he had to bet, it would be that she was about to become a single mother. She never received phone calls when they were working late, unlike the members of CID who had partners, and recently she had turned up to work with toilet paper sticking out of her trouser leg. There's no way a live-in boyfriend wouldn't have noticed and stopped her on her way out of the door. Are you free? Her voice was strained, evocative of tiredness and sleepless nights. Huldar's sisters had complained a lot about that sort of thing. Lack of sleep, fatigue, water retention and endless trips to the loo. Bringing a child into the world certainly started with a bang, but what followed didn't seem to be much fun. He reckoned birds had worked out a far better system. If only Edler could have laid an egg and shoved it in the microwave on a low temperature for nine months, she would be standing in front of him now as perky as she had been on the day the child was conceived. Holder shoved himself away from the desk in his eagerness to escape his computer so hard that his chair rolled backwards into the shelves behind him. I'm free, free as a bird. He hoped this was going to involve a trip outside in the fresh air. His eyes ached from staring at the screen, not helped by the useless office lighting. As part of the police's new environmental policy, they had recently installed a smart lighting system. It was supposed to be self-adjusting, but by some miracle the designer had managed to ensure that the level of illumination was always inappropriate. 
the older members of CID had mostly resorted to bringing in desk lamps from home in order to be able to see to work. As a result, the energy saving was lower than envisaged and global warming continued apace. Edler shot a glance at the empty workstation next to Holdar's. Where's Gothlogger? He got an invite to attend a course, cultural sensitivity training or something like that. Holdar braced himself for a stream of invective. But Edler merely nodded, then got to the point. I just had a phone call that should have gone to the switchboard but came to me my mistake. It's no big deal, but I need to get some fucking air, so I decided to grab the excuse. Any chance you could come with me and see if there's anything to it? Or it's just a load of time-wasting bullshit? Pregnancy had done nothing to temper Edla's tongue, even though she hadn't used the opportunity to spew expletives all over the course Kvothlogger was attending. It wouldn't surprise Holdar if the baby emerged from the womb swearing like a trooper.